what a piece of shit, huh? <laughs> Probably one of the bigger pieces of shit I've ever seen. Um, Welcome to Why Do You Like This? Yes. And today we're talking about the very, very, very mediocre... The feature-length motion picture... <laughs> The Devil's, Devil's Not, <laughs> starring Greasy Reasy Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I really don't like Reese Witherspoon. Really? Yeah. She Why? really rubs me the wrong way. Why? I like everything she's in. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, if anybody has seen the documentary Paradise Lost, yeah. this is a fictionalized Far dra- worse version. dramatization of that story. Uh, three little boys yes. go into the woods on their bikes, never mm-hmm. come back. And, and then a town convicts a bunch of teenagers that like cool music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they um, they try to crucify three teenagers who are into the death metal music and Satan. And witchcraft. <laughs> yes. And I have a whole thing to talk about. <laughs> Let's get, jump right with, into it. With Let's Satanism. Do it. But I want to start with my very first note mm-hmm. in this movie. And that One of the first things that appears on screen is, this is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Anytime a movie boldly pro- claims to be based on a true story, I feel like you know you're in for a bad time. Yes. <laughs> it says based on a true story. The only time that's not true is when it's lying. <laughs> like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Fargo. <laughs> where they are fictional movies and they're like yeah it's based on a true story yeah there's totally <laughs> this totally happened in yes. real life totally mm-hmm. um um yeah just really uh quickly on the top here uh fat trigger warning for child murder um man that there's like that one shot that's really fucking rough where he brings the body up out of the creek yeah no thank you um yeah you know could have gone probably my whole life without seeing that yeah <laughs> But the movie is so inane and cheesy and stupid that, like, it's actually not that... You don't think about the child murder aspect of it. You don't. It's like a fucking Lifetime movie throughout the whole thing. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When we were talking about this and deciding which episode to do this week, um, my exact response was, well, Devil's Knot's kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were very disturbed by that (laughs) and i don't want to sell to anybody listening that it's like a so bad it's good movie no it's not. like you're gonna like get a pizza with some friends and make fun of it and have a good time the whole time it just sucks right and the first time i watched this film i actually i did exactly that except i was alone um (laughs) i was alone i watched it by myself and it fucking The first time I watched it, Zach was at his bachelor party, and I was home alone, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a fucking night. I <laughs> ordered a pizza. All right. I uh, got a couple bottles of wine, and I was like, I'm going to sit and watch fucking true crime, true crime movies all night. Where'd you order a pizza from? Uh, Tom, when I was, because I was poor. Dude. I was poor. Dude. I know. I, I couldn't afford more than a $10 pizza at the time. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You get a frozen pizza for less than that and have better pizza than Domino's. I know, but I didn't want that kind of, you know, responsibility. You didn't want to do that work. No. (laughs) Respect. (laughs) And anyways, so I drank basically a whole bottle of wine before I watched it the first time. And the first time, I I don't remember it being quite so bad. Oh, my God. But I also was very drunk. (laughs) So there's your disclaimer. (laughs) Because when I watched this again earlier this week, I was like, hmm. Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> so let me paint a picture. <laughs> it opens with uh, Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. 
picking up her son from school, and I was just like, oh, man, I am in for it. Uh-huh. And <laughs> the, the inanity of the filmmaking in this movie. Mm-hmm. So we're introduced to Colin Firth after we meet Reese Witherspoon. He's at this uh, auction, yeah. I guess, for some reason. And I don't know what he's doing there. Yeah, and I don't think they ever like explicitly. He's not say. like inve- It's not part of an investigation, as far as I know. No, he's just literally at this like random like rich auction thing. He yeah. buys a twenty-one thousand dollar desk yes. that Napoleon used. My favorite actor in this movie mm-hmm. is uh, who I have called head shaking guy at the auction because <laughs> it come. They're bidding on this thing. Yeah, it's twenty thousand dollars. Colin Firth. Twenty thousand dollars. The this other guy is like uh twenty five or twenty five. Yeah, yeah twenty five, and then he's like twenty one thousand, and the guy just like is shaking his head like nope can't do it too much. An extra <laughs> f- when <laughs> at this point five hundred dollars. Yeah, an extra five hundred dollars is breaking. <laughs> but just like how how he's selling no, I can't do it. Yeah, like I only budgeted twenty thousand five hundred for this desk. Yep. Like. Just shaking if I, his head. If I come home with this and I pay twenty one five, Sharon's gonna fucking murder me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how we meet him, and then he goes to his car, and the camera like zooms in, or there's a close shot on these divorce papers. Yeah. And then it goes back. So like, I don't know anything about this. I don't know these people. They are introducing these characters to us. So I was like, okay, so he's divorcing Reese Witherspoon. Right. Because that's not then, what happens. No. <laughs> And then in that in that scene where she's taking like the laundry down, yeah. her like dude shows up, and my I have a note that says is she seriously divorcing Colin Firth and hooking up with this scumbum? <laughs> what did you call him? <laughs> scumbum. Like, he seems so fucking unconcerned when she's like, oh, my son hasn't come home, and they're driving around looking for him. He's like, yeah, we'll find him, babe. Well, yeah, and, like, okay, even, like, when she, he, like, drops her off at work, and, like, all that, he's like, it's, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. And then, like, you know, a few hours later, so, like, wh- where's Stevie? Mm. <laughs> like, he just seems so, like, nonchalant the whole time. But so that introduced my thread that I was holding on to in this movie. I was like, who is Colin Firth divorcing? <laughs> Because I'm like, okay, they get to a certain point. And then, so I was convinced of this. And then they show him seeing on the news the boys disappeared. And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. That's how he finds out his son is missing. (laughs) (laughs) And then we finally get to a point where I was like, okay, they were like, these are two separate stories that have not yet converged. But who is he divorcing? His, his ex-wife. Because they really want... Oh, it turned out to be yeah, uh, <laughs> Michael Scott's girlfriend. Which is wild. <laughs> Amy Ryan, who's a great actress and has this, like, one nonsense scene. Yeah, it's like, what? Anyway. I love Colin Firth in this movie, though. I love his five o'clock shadow beard. Cool, sexy Colin Firth. The fucking waitress at the diner is always trying to get that dick. Every time. <laughs> Do you guys know why he's divorcing his wife? <laughs> It has nothing to do with anything. But that shot is so insistent. Right. And I was like, oh my god, it's like fucking Twister. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to sell the divorce. Well, yeah, no, like right at the beginning, Zach was like... Because he's too involved with his work. He takes it too personally. 
Well, yeah, that's because like it does lead you to believe that because you're like, oh, like what are the, what are the odds that an investigator's kid goes missing? And then, well, I didn't even know. I don't even know that about I guess him that's until fair. we finally get there. Yeah. And then, just kidding. He's got that cool office with all the brick. <laughs> I do love an exposed brick. That office is dope. It is dope. Um, okay. Let's. Well, I mean, I guess what else you got for me? I, this is this is fun. I have several other notes that are just uh-huh. like, oh, Dane DeHaan is in this. <laughs> Elias Coteus is in this. See, I don't know who any of these people. Bruce are. Greenwood is in this. He's the judge. Oh, okay. I, I have the cast pulled up, but I was like, I, I don't know who really any of these people Dane are. Dane DeHaan is the kid that they, like, interview first, and then they interview, like, last. Yes. And he gives, like, conflicting testimonies, and the um, two uh, defense attorneys are like, this guy's giving conflicting testimonies, too. Why isn't he involved? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, and the Chris judge Morgan. is just not hearing it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and then my note under that is, Satanists aren't real, though. <laughs> Um, would you like to elaborate on that? Okay, so there's a whole thing, and I like movies, like, in a cheesy way, mm-hmm. that where there's, like, satanic cults and shit like right. that, in, like, a really pulpy way, mm-hmm. but if you're, like, a real person, and you believe there are Satanists who are, like, right. <laughs> who worship sat- Satan, mm-hmm. like, the Satan you believe in as a Christian, that's dumb. <laughs> that's a dumb idea. That's not real. Um, Those people don't exist. No. Would you like to um, give a better word (laughs) or a better description, I guess, um, to uh, educate those who are incorrect? Because I don't don't have a better word. So there's a Church of Satan, Mm -hmm. and those are people who don't believe in God and are saying, like, saying these things ironically. Interesting. Like Anton LaVey, the Church of Satan, all that stuff. Those are people who are using this, like, pageantry. Got it. To make a point about how it's silly. <laughs> no, and, like, that makes sense because, it's, well, it's like if you believe in Satan, then, like, you're inherently believing this God or yes. whatever. Yes, there's nobody in this world mm-hmm. who believes in, like, the Bible is true. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I worship Satan. That's a joke. Yeah. That's not a real thing. <laughs> Just clearing that up for anyone that's, like, not with it. I was like, I don't have a great way of describing that because I knew what you were getting at, but I was like, I, I can't articulate that correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Words so are hard. There's a bunch of teenage boys that are, like, kind of weird. Yeah. One of them's into Wicca. Yeah. He's, like, like, straight up, he was like, yeah, I'm a Wiccan. Like, what? Who cares? Like. <laughs> they like, like, heavy metal music and shit. Which obviously this means. this town is like, oh, they're evil. Yeah, which obviously means that they are of Satan. <laughs> and would try to sacrifice young boys, clearly. Obviously. Can you imagine living in this town? Like, I'd be so fucking frustrated. No. Oh my god. They're like, oh, they're Satanists. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> well, like, the worst part is, is that this is, like, what, like, uh, 90-something? 94. This, yeah. So, like, at this point... It's like, not even, like, we're not even in the late 70s when, no. like, the Satanic Panic was a right. thing. Like, as I'm saying, like, this, this seems so ass-backwards. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? But, like, I will say, too, that... What? <laughs> My note under that is I don't respect these people. <laughs> um, and to the point of um, Paradise Lost, which is actually like decently well done. Um, it's a really good documentary. Yeah, a doc- documentary series. There's three of them. Yeah. Um, Joe Berlinger is a great document. Berlinger, Berlinger. Sure. He's a I, great documentarian. Yes. He makes bad feature movies though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. 
what was I going to say? Um, if you want, like, if you want to watch those three parts, I think they're all on HBO. Yes. Yeah. Um, HBO? Yeah, because I was like, I could be absolutely 100% mistaken. Because um, I think I watched them before HBO, like, they had their separate app, and I watched it through Hulu. But anyways, mm-hmm. I digress. Um, those, I, I feel like the, like, tone of the town is actually, like, pretty fucking spot on from, like, the movies. I mean, it's just, yeah, like, not acted so well. Yeah, it's so overblown. Yeah, the acting yeah. is terrible across the board. <laughs> yeah, let's just make that, like, very fucking clear. Even Colin Firth isn't that good in this. No, but I, do you think he was, like, dumbing himself down to, like, be on everyone else's level? Or, like... He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, um, I gotta dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, to that point, I will say, like, the, like, representation of, like, the families is pretty fucking spot on. Mm. Like, you know, again, overacting and shitty acting aside, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it was that far off. Like, you know what I mean? It just, yeah, it's so overblown, though. Right. And, and, like, everything, the fucking, the manager of, like, the fast food restaurant <laughs> talking about the bloody man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, like, they have such poor focus mm-hmm. on telling this story. The same way with that fucking Foxcatcher movie. Yep. They didn't, like, drill in and find, like, what's our narrative here? Mm-hmm. They're they're too interested in putting details in. So like the yeah. whole fast food restaurant, Bloody Man, fascinating like mystery. Yes. To, um, as a part of this like true story. Yeah. Nothing to do with anything in this movie. No, they could have left that out and it would have not mattered. Because like I I don't think I wrote it down, but I had the same idea because I was like, wait, like they don't talk about it literally at all. Mm-mm. Like they mentioned it that one time and then they. They circle back to it briefly at the, like, end in the trial when they're like, oh, well, we didn't test all this DNA, and then, like, specifically the DNA from the fast food bathroom was lost, Mm -hmm. so sorry about it. So it's like, okay, well, if it was lost, then again, why do you need to talk about it? Those cops suck. The worst. (laughs) Well, I think it just kind of goes to the point of, like, when they find someone they like, they just kind of, like... Yeah, they want to make it fit. Right. Um, which... It's all about scoring points. Yeah, which is fucking stupid. Next point, which is, um... All of the interrogations. <laughs> Where would you like to start with? <laughs> or who? Uh, you Take know what I still don't understand? What? Like the little boy. Oh, Aaron, what's his face? Yeah. Who's like, nobody knows what happened but, but me. me. And I was like, what is it? Like, is he real? Is he a ghost? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> well, okay. So let me see if I can find... Like, what? what is it? <laughs> yeah. Um... Let me see if I can find... Because this movie also does some, like, bullshit with, like... The way it ends, like, and it cuts to the very end, and it's the three boys crossing the bridge. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, fuck you. (laughs) What is this shit now? Sorry, there's children screaming outside. Mm -hmm. Oh, Charlie does not like that. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to Google the, like, deal of, like, their whole thing, but... um, I know the thing with, so, uh, the child in question you're referring to is Aaron Hutchison uh-huh. and his mom, Vicky, who his mom was like doing like some like weird, like undercover shit. Was she the redhead? Yes. Okay. Um, and like the police were like using her as a means to like try to get to Damien and, uh, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did not understand that whole thing. No, it was fucking <laughs> weird. Like they were having her like, like hit on them. 
Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what is happening? And like, pretending she... to like be involved in, you know, wanting to be involved in the occult or whatever. But she's like a grown-ass woman, right? With And an they're like 17? Yes. <laughs> Not weird at all. <laughs> and the cops are like, yeah, do this. Yeah. And she's like, okay, this seems totally fucking That's reasonable. fucking nuts. Um, so the Aaron Hutchison thing is real. Um, like that actually happened. Like he, like that kid, like gave testament and like. But what was it, like, what happened? Where, where was he? Where did he see? Um, in my personal opinion, I don't think he saw anything. Okay. Interesting. So, um, it's one of those things where the mom brought him in because it was like two of the kids best friend. And she was like, maybe he has something that's useful. Um, mm. and she, okay. and I think he, and he had said that he had been playing with them or like riding bikes with them at some point that day. Yeah. I was so confused. Yeah. Um, this is me trying to like recollect my previous knowledge of this case. Um, that's why I'm happy that we will be reading a book about it. So I get like a proper refresher. So I could be talking kind of about my ass right now, but this is again, going off yeah. of memory. Um, basically the, like cops were kind of not like feeding him information necessarily, but like doing that same deal where they were like, Oh, like, and then this happened. Right. And then like, yeah. when did that happen? Like this thing that I'm telling you happened, like, when did that happen? Mm. <laughs> like they were doing with Jesse Miss Kelly. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, making him think, like, oh, yeah, that like happen. that kid from Making a Murderer. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. In his sweatpants. God. Nothing infuriates me more than that. Um, Fucking shit. Anyways. But, yeah, no, I was so lost every time they were, like, playing that recording of that kid talking. I was like, what? Like, what is this happening? And the filmmakers of this movie uh-huh. have some weird thing up their ass trying to be artistic. Yes. And it plays as so cheesy. So cheesy. And I would say disrespectful <laughs> of, like... Yeah. And I said this to you off mm-hmm. mic, but if I was one of the parents or just people in this town... Yeah. And this, hap- and this saw this movie based on this event, I would be furious. Oh, yeah. I'd be fucking hot. I would be like, <laughs> fuck you. There would be blood. <laughs> this movie is a hate crime. <laughs> And again, um, this is kind of just one of those things. So in the movie, they, you know, they'd show a lot of the, I guess, testimony and interrogation of Jason Baldwin, or not Jason Baldwin, um, Jesse and Miss Kelly and all mm. of the... I like his cool haircut. <laughs> cool is a word for it. I don't know if I'd use that word. And I like the, uh, <laughs> the introduction scene where he throws the bottle in the air and punches it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, we got a badass on our hands. <laughs> Fuck. Um, anyways. Uh, what was I going to say about him? So. Oh, yeah. So basically, like, all of his testimony that's fed to him. And then, like, oh, you said this happened, at, like, this time. <laughs> but, like, now you're saying it happened at this time? Like, what's what's the truth? He says, like, noon. And then he says five or six. And yeah. then he says seven or eight. Yeah. Like, it's constantly changing. and So fucking stupid. <laughs> And really, I think that's kind of where this whole investigation just kind of happens. Like, because they try to do it to all of them, but, like, he's the only one that's dumb enough to, like, let it happen. Yeah. And just so everyone's caught up, they're trying to railroad these kids. Colin Firth is finding out about it. He's, like, a professional uh, court investigator Mm -hmm. um, and offers his uh, services pro bono. 
for the very noble cause that he doesn't think these kids did it. And even if they did, Mm -hmm. three dead kids is enough, which is a scene that I really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I have a big problem with even putting on the table sentencing a teenager to death. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm, like, unconvinced on the death sentence in In general. general. Yeah. Yeah, I I have a lot of mixed feelings about it personally, but, like, I I feel like anyone under the age of 20 definitely should not... (laughs) Yeah have that as an option i don't know um but i mean none of them ended up the only one that ended up being on death row was damien eccles and that's neither here nor there now i guess yeah um is he still alive has he been executed no um so um i guess i'll jump jump forward here yeah oh yeah this movie by the way ends with its own fucking book (laughs) yeah Because we get to the, like, end of the movie and the credits are about to roll. And then there's so much. Like, and then this happened. And then this person did this. And then this happened. And I was like, you fuck. Like, if you couldn't get all this in the movie, <laughs> now is not the time. Yeah. Um, so on um, August 19th of 2011, I'm pulling this from the West Memphis 3 Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Um, all three were released from prison as a part of an Alfred plea deal. Oh. Uh, making the hearings ordered by Arkansas Com- Supreme Court unnecessary after the three um, entered unusual plea deals. Hmm. It's a legal mechanism that allows defendants to plead guilty while still asserting their actual innocence in cases where defendants concede that prosecutors have sufficient evidence to ensure a conviction. Um, God, the justice system is so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so they're all free and out right now. Um, I actually follow Damien Eccles on Instagram. <laughs> Some hot fire or what? <laughs> no. Good memes. <laughs> I wish. Um, but uh, but he does like a bunch of like magic shit now. Like he like he's big into like practical magic and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like manifestation and all that jazz. Um, I, I just. He likes the movie Practical Magic. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> he's a real basic bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He always tells me about, like, my Mercury's and Gatorade and, like, all this weird shit. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) But, no, like, it's it's really interesting that that all happened to them. Um, And I guess I'll give a little bit more context into some uh, things that have happened since they were convicted originally. Uh Um, So, Vicki Hutchison, the redhead lady, actually recanted all of her... Yeah. All of her statements. She which, does that in the movie. You're right. They did. I couldn't remember if they did or not. Yeah. Um, and then in 2007, um, there was more DNA testing done, um, including but not limited to um, John Mark Byers' knife. Mm. Oh, um, man. Can we talk about that fucking guy? Yeah, let's talk about him. <laughs> let's fucking talk about John Mark Byers. Go ahead. What do you got for me? Uh, just the actor <laughs> playing him with his fucking mustache and his hair. But he, it looks just goddamn like him. I know. That actor, it, it's actually, um, I was laughing really hard when he showed up because he's in a bunch of shit. Uh-huh. He actually played, this is a weird connection to make, but he played the blob in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Um, but he's always popping up and shit. And he was, uh, he played Fett in the, uh, TV show they made out of The Strain, which is a novel series co-written by Guillermo del Toro about vampires. Oh, that's nifty. Fett's a really awesome, uh, Russian, um, exterminator. That's nuts. Yeah. Who becomes like a vampire slayer. Those books are really cool. That show is bad though. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, John Mark Byers. Um, so again, they don't talk about this in this movie. Um, he totally did it, right? <laughs> I mean, like the movie really wants us to think he did, right? So in 1993, um, when they were, and then he killed his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Well, yeah, because they talk about it in Paradise Lost. Um, during the filming, he gives a knife to like one of the people that works on the movie. Right, and has human blood on it. Yeah, and then they went and get the blood tested, and it matched his and Chris's blood type. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he ends up passing a polygraph test, um, but he also is under the influence of drugs at the time, which probably skewed his yeah, results. Yeah, exactly. And like a polygraph is... Not the end all be questionable, a hundred percent fucking questionable. Because um, if you're already doing shit like this, it stands to reason that your pulse doesn't spike when you lie. <laughs> right. Um, and then I think there was like something else tying um, uh, one of the kids' stepdads to it too, mm. um, Terry Hobbs. There's there's some shit about that, but I think we'll, I think we'll save that for next week because that sounds like more fun to me. That's the character The Rock plays in Fast and Furious. Is it? Hobbs. Oh, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> you act like I would pay attention or, you know, like go out of my way to watch one of those movies. It does seem like something you would like. Really? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think I've seen a few of them. I just don't, I literally have no recollection of any of them, but I'm pretty sure Zach owns most of them. The fifth one is the best one. Sure. Um, I, I did see the one, um, I, I don't think the most recent, but like the second most recent one, the one where What's-His-Face dies. Um, the, like, main, like, white blonde dude. Oh, Paul Walker? Yeah, that man. He doesn't die in the movie. No, but, like, he after died he died in real life. life. No, yeah. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully aware of that. The main but... white man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. What do you, what do you want for me? <laughs> Something other than the main white dude? I, I, I was going to say, I guess uh, Vin Diesel isn't white. I don't know. I don't know how he identifies, I don't want to cast that aspersion on him. So, um, I'm going to check. I, I, I'm not sure how he identifies, actually. Um, I believe he is an iron giant. <laughs> so I googled Vin Diesel ethnicity. <laughs> Ethnicity is a mystery. A mystery! (laughs) (laughs) That's great, actually. Um, Though the actor knows his mother's ethnicity of English, German, Irish, and Scottish ancestry, he never knew his his father nor his father's heritage and background. I am truly multiracial, he says, according to IMDb. (laughs) Oh, he's such a fucking maniac. Have you ever seen the video of him, like hardcore hitting on the uh interviewer i think he's in like brazil or something like that i'll i'll send it to you but it's fuck it's nuts because she's like trying to just ask him questions and he's like you're so fucking beautiful what is this when this when did this become beautiful world all of a sudden amazing (laughs) and she's like trying to get past it please get me out of here i want my job to be over right now and this is like recent so he is married with kids and shit. Good for him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. It's bananas. I love that for them. Oh, God. Um, wow. Okay. Anyways. Um, do, 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 do. I mean, 
Do you have anything else of note about this film that you really just want to get off your chest? Uh, I really want to see the like franchise unfold for this, where it's just like the further adventures of Colin Firth and him <laughs> solving mysteries. Um, I mean, I think that would be great, um, but like involved literally nobody else that was a part of this film. Mm-mm. Not maybe, a single soul. Maybe Amy Ryan comes back. <laughs> They uh, decide that they weren't actually, like, bad for each other. Yeah, they're going to give it another shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. All right. Well, okay. That's 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 an idea. Um, Okay. Here's another thing I wanted to bring up. And um, I feel like Reese Witherspoon has this moment in the movie, but literally nobody else. Mm -hmm. um, Where she's starting to put the pieces together and figures out, maybe these kids didn't do this. Yeah, but that's, like, nothing in the movie. Right. But I just... I, I, I just don't, I don't know. Do you have thoughts on that? Like, you know, you don't, you probably want justice for your kid, like, so bad. No, that's a really interesting yeah. dynamic. Yeah. But this movie does not dwell on no, it. No, but I, so I would I like to dwell on it. not give it credit. I'm not giving the movie credit for, for it. that. But I'm just like, asking a question. I think that's a really interesting idea, the mm-hmm. fact that she wants to see someone punished for this, but she's, like, starting to mm-hmm. inch toward the fact that it probably wasn't them. And then, like, what is the public perception? Mm-hmm. Like, it, can she, like, take that risk and, have people be like, oh, fuck her. She doesn't care that her kid died. Right. Yeah. And like, that these, these kids are losers. evil boys clearly did it. Right. Um, which kind of like brings me back to like a conversation Jessica and I had recently mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, like if you're commit, if your kid committed a crime, like how far would you go to protect them? If you would at all, you know what I mean? Like, would Depends you, on the crime. fair. <laughs> See, like that's, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, yeah, like, you know, like in your head, like you want to say like, yeah, sure. Like, I'd encourage them to come forward and or come forward myself, but at the same time, it's like, would I? Mm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Here's a great solution. Hmm. Don't have kids. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> One less potential murderer in the world. Or, you know, anything else. <laughs> Insert bad act here. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. Um, I just saw one of my notes. Uh, Terry Hobbs is the fucking worst, but John Mark Byers is a fucking nut job, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like they didn't really tell us much about, like, Jason Baldwin's parents, like, at all. No. Um, like, they were in it for approximately five seconds at, like, the beginning when they were, like, on the news, and they were like, our son's missing. And that was just kind of it. <laughs> our son's missing. Yeah, and then... Help! We never saw him again. <laughs> like, they just disappeared. I don't know. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. <laughs> My other note is uh, Zach in the first five minutes, his revelation about, oh, is this the movie about the emo kids? <laughs> uh, in a sense, yes. I like the, the redheaded kid who cuts his hair right away and, like, <laughs> wants to look real clean cut and innocent. Um, oh. And then another point that Zach and I brought up at the beginning of this movie that we were watching. Um, so... If the three, like, kids that, you know, turned up turned up dead were not white, how different do we think the search efforts would have been? I mean, we watched the second season of Mindhunter with those mm-hmm. boys in Alabama, was it? I think so. Yeah, or no, Atlanta. Atlanta. It was Georgia. the Atlanta child killer. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, that was like a... Thing that we like sat there and like, we're like hmm, this would have been mighty different. I mean, it was also in the '90s, so 
even though it wasn't that long ago. I still, mean, still enough that yeah. like twenty four years ago. Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. Actually, twenty six. I was like, how old am I? <laughs> I was like, what year is it? <laughs> well, I, it was the same year I was born, so I was like, what? When? Was, how old am I? I couldn't even do that math. That's sad. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I think I think that's enough for the day. Um, <laughs> um, do you have anything else we'd like to talk about for this? Oh, actually, yes. These whack-ass lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> That was my note. Whack-ass lawyers. I really fucking loved the part where he was talking about the testimony and the guy is, like, kind of tripping over his words. And he's like, did you w- watch the whole six-hour tape? And they were both like... Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> we don't have time. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because, like, the judge hated him so bad. He was like, nope, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Nope, bye. <laughs> so, yeah, it made me very upset. Mm-hmm. Made me very, very angry. I didn't like that. Um, I, I, it's really unfortunate when bad things happen to innocent, with questionably innocent people. Yeah. Because obviously we'll never, probably ever know. Um, but then they end up getting the worst representation possible. Well, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're court appointed lawyers. Well, yeah. Uh, it's just. It's, I like the one guy's like weird long hair for some reason. I was like, what is this Also, because he's like kind of has what, a receding hairline. Yeah, I was like, what's your deal, dude? Yeah, it's like, what, what was, what's your goal with that? Like. <laughs> I have like weirdly long hair if you're gonna have a receding hairline like just can he, commit he looks like somebody deflated Hulk Hogan <laughs> ah! <laughs> ew gross except less tan <laughs> he doesn't have a hot dog skin <laughs> I have to say I would imagine him looking a lot more wrinkly if he was a deflated Hulk Hogan <laughs> anyways yuck um but yeah my uh my main takeaway from this movie was it was a mystery about who Colin Firth is divorcing. Honestly, I do think it's a big mystery, and it's the only <laughs> real mystery here. Um, and then she finally shows up, and I was like, okay, so this doesn't have anything to do with anything. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, literally not one bit. <laughs> That's why he's angsty. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> he just, he's not even that angsty. He just no. seems, like, slightly perturbed the whole movie. I mean, the whole situation's a little bit perturbing if you, yeah. you know... <laughs> But it's like, at some moments, he's, like, trying to underplay that. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. He's just, he's too good for this movie. Yeah. I, I feel like their, like, intent with that was maybe to, like, make it so that he's, you know, there's more to he's him. He's cool under pressure. Right. Yeah. Like, that kind of shit. But, like, it just didn't really pay off because, again, there was, it was just confusing. Yeah. This is a nothing movie. It is a nothing movie. Um, and I think I only recommend watching it if you're not sober. I do not recommend watching this under any circumstances. Yeah. Um, I felt so bad about the whole thing. I paid Jackson a dollar because he had to watch it. <laughs> I did take a note. It says, also, not on Netflix. I had to pay 99 cents to watch this, which I resent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To, in my defense, it used to be on Netflix. That's where I originally watched it. Because I did look it up. Because I was like, this did used to be on Netflix. There's no fucking two ways about it. But it is on Hulu. And my actual title for the notes on this film is Devil's Not. It's on Hulu, or you can pay a fucking dollar to rent it. <laughs> and that's my all I have to say about that. Um, anyways, next week we're going to talk about the book adaptation of this, which was written by... It's not an adaptation of this movie. It's a no, book about the, the true actual crime. crime. The, yeah, I was like, no, I'm not reading the novelization no, of this movie. I would never. The it, fuck out of here. It's called Devil's Not, the True Story of the West Memphis Three by Mara Leverett. Um, Marriott? Mara Leverett. Mara? 
Leverett. Okay. It's the last name. Um, I believe it is on Audible. Um, if not, it's definitely on Kindle and paper and hardback. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, um, that's all I have on the Devil's Not the Film. Do you have anything else other than no. hot trash? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real piece of shit. Bad movie. Don't watch it. Copy that. Um, that's all you need to know about it. And next week we'll be back with the book. Goodbye. Goodbye.